most interesting games this week. We have selected Notre Dame, NC State, Texas, Alabama, Texas A&M, Miami. Who else have we selected, Bill? Man, I'm looking through a sea of games right there. Nebraska and Colorado. Definitely. There's one more. Albany and Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot to talk about there. Is that really Albany, New York going all the way to Hawaii? Well, anyway, Stanford at USC is interesting to me. It's probably past my bedtime. If I happen to be up, I may watch. I have definitely not bought into the Southern Cal hype. Um, I would like to see Stanford beat them. I would like to see that, yes. I don't expect them to. I just think that a really good team would. And what I mean by really good, like top 15... Nearly anybody takes out number six, USC. My favorite thing about USC, though, is their defensive fight song. It's that they stole from Easley High School. Yep, that thing's fire. Yeah, Nebraska at Colorado, this is a this was already a big game, and I'd actually noticed that tickets were really expensive before the year is like two hundred plus dollars because this is an old rivalry matchup. Doesn't get played every year, but it's a regionally close game. Those states do border. It's kinda of like Clemson, Georgia. They wanna play and they're finally getting to. But after what happened with Colorado last week, the tick the cheapest ticket now is three hundred forty two dollars. Yeah, there's a lot of eyes on Colorado and it's evidenced by the ticket price there. Yes. Okay, you've got two new coaches. Matt Rule, former Baylor and former Carolina Panthers coach, known for being a great defensive coach. Well, their defense did look really good their first game uh, against Minnesota. But not going to lie, I want to watch that game. It's noon on Fox, and I'd like to see what happens. It's just Nebraska blows everything for the last 10 years. Their poor fan base, just when they have a glimmer of hope, it's always dashed. Right. If you're a Nebraska fan and you've got like a touchdown or less lead with five minutes to go in the game, you just got to have that sinking feeling that something's going to happen and it's not going to work out. And that's basically how half of their games go. It's pretty rough. A&M at Miami. By the way, who are you picking in the Nebraska-Colorado game? Colorado. Okay. I'll take Colorado as well. They're more explosive offensively. Nebraska's quarterback is a good runner but not a good passer. And so Colorado, I think by 14. A&M and Miami. These are two teams that would like to be good and might be good, but then aren't good. The first time I looked through, I thought A&M. Now I'm starting to be tempted by a Miami. (laughs) But like you pointed to in the previous episode, A&M's had enough recruiting that at some point they've got to get that together and start to hit on all cylinders. Correct. We'll give A&M the nod just because of that. Yeah. Because if they've got their ducks in a row, they can win. These are two schools that the donors don't mind spending money on, and both of them would really, really like to be up there. It's cool because it's another SEC-ACC matchup, and actually there have been some really good ones this year so far, and I like seeing that. And this is another really, like, well-matched game. I'm going to lean with A&M, but I wouldn't be too surprised if Miami won it. One other interesting game is uh, Ole Miss at Tulane because you don't normally see SEC schools going on the road like that. And it's two ranked teams, as it turns out. And so I think that's going to be pretty fun. I do think Ole Miss will win a good game, but I expect Tulane to give them everything they've got. Quick note, Appalachian State at North Carolina. North Carolina should win easily, but eh, App State might give them some trouble. App State's known to be killers. Uh, I'm sure North Carolina's not going to sleep on them. I think North Carolina's way more focused this year than they've been in years past, and I think that North Carolina's going to go on a pretty good run. So sorry for the App State fans. 
Texas at Alabama. Texas is going to have all the trouble in the world if they think they can win that. Um, Texas has some size and strength. They've got returning players enough, and I think they can win. It's just that they'd have to out-coach Alabama, which is tough to do. Can't hardly out-coach Saban. I don't know what Alabama's got at quarterback. I know they handled a little team first week. I think Alabama will win with it being at home. But Texas gave them a great run last year, although that was in Texas. So I'm going to say Alabama. Even though there's not a ton of marquee games this week, the ones that are playing are that we're mentioning here are all pretty hard to call. I'm going to lean Alabama. Just with bias, I lean Texas. As I had at some point mentioned, Texas lost Bijan Robinson. Eh, the running backs they have now look just as good from what I've seen. It's like they still have a team. That's all. They haven't fallen off. They're on the upswing. Alabama's just trying to tread water at the top. But Texas is up on the upswing. Do they catch them this year? We will see. Mm. A lot of people will be watching that one. It is a 7 p.m. Yeah, game. that's the big game of the week this week. And with that being the game of the week, here's an encore take on the same matchup. What do you think about the Texas-Alabama game? A lot of people are ignoring this fact, but Texas has the speed, the strength. I presume the endurance. They practice in probably hotter conditions than Alabama. Um, I thought at Texas everyone had a luxury air-conditioned shoulder pad set. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, They do practice in a dome sometimes, (laughs) I think, but I still think they're used to the heat and conditioned, ready to go. And from what I saw week one, they look strong to me. You know, fast, athletic. I think they can go the distance. I think they can go four quarters with Alabama. To me, it comes down to coaching. Sarkeesian's going to have a tough time out-coaching Nick Saban. But uh, don't count Texas out. Even though it looked like they were struggling a little bit with Rice, I think that had more to do with Rice being better this year than Texas not being good. I think Rice has elevated their game a little. So I I don't really count that as a detractor for Texas. However, going to Tuscaloosa, obviously a big challenge. little extra degree of difficulty. And I think the Alabama fans are going to be pretty excited to play Texas. I think, I might be wrong about this, but I think that Texas is one of the few teams that Alabama has an all-time losing record to. They were, That's obviously a new hill for Alabama to climb. I think they're going to want to climb it, but it's hard to know with Texas. Sometimes they play lights out historically, you know, over the last decade or two, and sometimes they kind of don't. Well, Texas would need some things to go their way. Yeah. If nobody fumbles and nobody intercepts the whole game, I'd be pretty surprised. I think some of that's going to happen. It just pretty much needs to be in Texas's favor for them to win. But if it's even on turnover ratio, I still think the Longhorns could win here's, if they have a strong enough game plan. Here's a weird observation, but I think it might play into this game. I think Texas's defensive line comes out of their stance standing up a little bit too much. And I think that that will be bad against the offensive line of Alabama. You by can, the fourth quarter especially. Alabama wears a lot of teams down by the fourth quarter. Earlier I said Texas could go the distance. That's just me being optimistic, but they went the distance last year. They just couldn't quite execute and and finish. Yeah, so I'm going to watch for that in this game, how the line fires off the line. Do they stay low or do they get high to see early on whether I think Texas is going to play well. Also, tackling, tackling high versus getting low and getting, you know, wrapping up, I think is going to be a real big deal for this game because either team can break tackles that aren't executed well. 
And so the team that tackles better and that actually stays low on the line, I think, has the uh, best chance to win. Also, Ewers, Clint Ewers for Texas, sometimes plays different games. He'll come out and really show out and next one not do quite as well. But I've seen enough promise in him that hopefully he's kind of settling in to where he can be consistent enough to keep his head in the game. Well, they've got Arch Manning in their back pocket, so who knows? What a coming out that would be against Alabama. It's not going to happen, but I mean, it'd be crazy. Texas has a backup other than him. They're really going to try to keep Arch redshirted sure. if there's any way. Side Damn. note on a guy like Arch Manning, he's probably more willing to be redshirted in today's environment now that you can get name, image, and likeness deals while you're in college. So, you know, he's going to make some amount of money even if he's sitting there redshirting because of his last name. So he doesn't have to be as anxious to get to the NFL as quickly as maybe in the past. It's kind of a new twist. I already saw Texas jerseys with Manning on the back. Danny Manning? He, he, the basketball oh, yeah, player. yeah. Probably it's, him. It's probably who that was. Well, uh, who has the better sideline mascot, the big elephant or the, the steer? It's up for debate. Yeah, it's debatable. The steer looks cooler. Well, particularly their costume that they use, the fake stitched up elephant versus the actual Yeah, now, as far as the actual bovine, yeah, that's very cool to have. In real life, the elephant wins, at least a herd of elephants. Or an actual crimson tide, which is dinoflagellates in the water killing everything. Science nerd fact. Bill used to teach biology. (laughs) Albany, Hawaii. Who could forget the Albany, you know, the mascot? The, looks like a devil dog, <laughs> which is terrible. What is that? A rock, what, what is that? A Doberman? The yeah. Great Danes. The Albany Great Danes are playing at Hawaii. Kind of looks like a cane corso, honestly. Like Marcus, the official hey, logo. you try to sleep on them, they beat Fordham week one. <laughs> yeah. Fordham, Marshall. They lost to Marshall. Lost a close game to Marshall, though. It's going to be tough to rebound when you have to go on the road and on the water, actually, and then on the road again to Hawaii. Marshall got them 21-17. to 17. After all, they are Marshall. But, yeah, too close to call, officially. Hey, all you oh. Albany fans out there, don't forget to like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> Some pretty heated conversations in the comment section. Hashtag Rainbow Warriors. <laughs> Those Hawaii fans don't take no stuff. By the way, another SEC-ACC game is Vanderbilt undefeated at Wake Forest. Another nicely paired matchup. And uh, I'm going to say Wake. Sorry, Vandy. Wake doesn't have their old quarterback anymore. He's with Notre Dame now. We got interrupted. Oh, Notre Dame NC State. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, and we almost left out Notre Dame NC State. Yeah, that's a great noon kickoff game. Bill's riding with Notre Dame real hard. He thinks they're legit. Because of that, they will beat NC State. Yeah. NC State at home is never easy for Clemson, and that's my frame of reference. Yeah, they're not easy for Florida State or a lot of teams either. But you got to think Notre Dame does beat them. I think Notre Dame's trying to make the playoffs this year. I just feel it. So. According to you, their quarterback is lights out so far. Just He is. Pretty you know, close to perfect. What Can he do everything? He's good at keeping his eyes down the field as he has to maneuver around defenders coming at him, and he still launches a great pass. Is he tall, short? What's he got going on? He's pretty tall. He's a fifth-year guy. He he graduated from Wake Forest and then went to Notre Dame to play this last year of eligibility. He owns the ACC record for most touchdowns in a career. 
So <laughs> he's really good. Yeah, that's significant enough. A conference that had Deshaun and Trevor and Philip Rivers and scrambles Lamar a good Jackson. bit, or just every once in a while when the pass truly he doesn't is not... look to scramble. I mean, even when the defense is coming in, he's still trying to look to throw. He doesn't really want to run it, but he will in goal line situations. I've seen him, you know, take it over the top or dive it in and stuff like that. But in the middle of the field, he's usually looking to throw. So yeah, week two preview. Not a whole lot going on. A lot of schools are still playing some smaller teams still, still before they warming up before they get in the conference schedules. Right. What could have been a good matchup? Utah at Baylor after week one. We're not thinking that it is. So Utah absolutely steamrolls Ooh. Baylor. Man, that's going to be some rough times in Waco. I don't know what's happened to Baylor. Whatever it is, wasn't good. No, two years ago their defense was actually you know halfway respectable, which is saying something for the Big Twelve. But I don't know what happened to them now. Did you see Baylor a few years ago when they won the basketball championship? Dude. They had like five guys that were all tall, tall strong. And, and wide shoulders. Yeah, they weren't like tall, narrow guys. They well, were, they were all basically, I can't compare them to LeBron James, but that is who I'm comparing. Excuse me. Holy shit. What a sneeze. I can't. I was trying to hold it. I felt it coming, but. I will. <laughs> Golly. Throw my drink out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Yeah. We're live. <laughs> you were right about Baylor. They had a gigantic basketball team. It's still allergy season, by the way. Anyway, those guys would have beaten anyone that year or the next or the next. Is Gonzaga ever going to actually win it, or are they just going to go to the Final Four a bunch of times and not quite get there? Probably just go to the Final Four a bunch of times. Well, that's pretty much it. I think we'll have a whole lot more to talk about week three. See you then.